0: Hey, I'm Stevie, and in the last few years, I have built a wildly successful seven-figure business selling courses and digital products. If you're looking to create, launch, and scale a flagship digital course, or maybe you already have an online course and you want me to spill my secrets, this is the podcast for you. I believe with Wi-Fi, a little strategy, and someone to show you the way, anything is possible. Let's do this. Want to know more about Launchpad, which is my 12-month high-touch group coaching program where I teach you how to create, launch, and scale your flagship online course? Head to sayssocial.com forward slash launchpad now, and I'll give you access to a free training where I break down the entire strategy for a profitable, sustainable online course business, and you'll learn all about the program as well. That's steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad. Hello, hello, welcome to today's episode of the podcast, which is kind of going back to something that I love talking about, uh, which is timeless marketing and sales principles, but applied to online business. I have been in online business now for five years. And one thing that I will say for sure that has slowed down my growth or at times when I have felt a little bit frustrated or felt like my growth has been slower than it should have been, it has pretty much always come back to uh, taking action that wasn't the right next step. And for me, that came from not having a really great awareness of uh, data, you know, that I love data, but then knowing based on data, what lever to pull in order to supercharge my growth and to get to whatever revenue or profit goal that I have. Now, the things that I'm going to talk about in today's podcast episode are simple, but not necessarily easy. If if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. But I think, you know, in an online business world where you're being pulled in a million different directions, I want this podcast episode to act as an opportunity for you to stop and to reflect and to go back to basics, to think about, right, where am I What is the right next problem to solve? And then what lever of these four levers that I'm going to talk about in today's podcast episode is the best one to pull on to get me there rather than running in, you know, full pelt <laughs> uh trying a million different things and realizing, you know, weeks or months down the track that you've been running in the wrong direction. We want to make sure that we're channeling our energy into the right things. And honestly, that that is the big tip that I would give to anyone. What I see over and over again and what I have done in the past. I'm definitely not preaching here as the perfect person. I know all of this sort of thing because I've done it and and that has been my experience. Is that uh, a lot of the time we get pulled in a million different directions and we try all of these different things and we don't just bring it back like stop think about what we're going to do think about the right next problem to solve and and take action from there so that is what I'm talking about today. So in any online course business, there are four levers that you can pull in order to supercharge your growth. Now there are, well, there is one in particular of these levers that generally is the go-to for people, right? And it is the only one that is focused on when uh, thinking about opportunities for growth, So, I'm going to talk about that one first, but what I really invite you to do is to think holistically about the other three because really that is where the gold and the opportunity lies. So, the first lever, the one that everyone relies on in terms of how to supercharge the growth of your online course business is lead generation. So how many times have you been told that you need to generate leads in order to get sales? And it is true, right? As much as we would like to make sales in a vacuum to robots, we actually need people to buy our things. And so it is the most obvious lever. It is also a very critical lever because we need the people. The big thing that I see is that it is... Well, two things. On the one hand, it is the only thing that a lot of what I would deem newer or more unsophisticated, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way. I mean, there is simple marketing and there is more sophisticated marketing. So, The less sophisticated marketing strategy is to focus on generating more and more leads in order to make the sales that you want to make. And it makes sense, right? More leads, more opportunities to sell. There is so much nuance there though, because once you have the leads, it's what you do with the leads. And this is what I'm going to talk about when I get to the remaining three levers that can often have the most impact on number one, your revenue, but also more importantly, your profit and your bottom line. So that is one side of lead generation. The other side of lead generation I see is that there is an obvious understanding that you need leads in order to sell, but people will underestimate the number of leads that they need in order to make the revenue goal that they have. And they will therefore make uneducated decisions around how to structure their offer in a way that they'll never actually reach their revenue goal because they are underestimating the number of leads required based on the way that they have structured their offer. So, what I mean by that is that there is, and this comes from very understandable things. A lot of the time it is imposter syndrome. A lot of the time it is looking around and being heavily influenced by other people. And uh, a lot of the time it's not being able to know how to articulate your value, but there will be a tendency to underprice your offer. And the thinking there is, okay, well, if I Uh, you know, have an online course and it's $200, it's going to be more likely that people will buy it. Now, I'll talk about this more when we get to lever number three, which is actually price. But the impact that that can have on lead generation is that you need a really high volume of leads in order to reach your revenue goal uh, because you have priced it so low. And actually the number of people that purchase from that, you know, volume of leads isn't significantly different than if you had have elevated the value of your offer and charged a higher price. So, (laughs) lever number one, in terms of the four levers that you can pull to supercharge the growth of your online course business is to generate more leads. So it is something that never actually really goes away for a course or program creator, right? You need to have uh, a certain percentage of new people coming through the door all of the time. But it is not the only lever to pull and in a digital course world where, you know, leads are getting more expensive, there is more uh, people competing for attention online and it's getting frankly tougher to generate leads. It is actually not prudent or sophisticated to focus just on the lead generation side as the only lever that you're pulling to grow your online course business. So that's lever number one is lead generation. You can generate more leads in order to make more sales. Level number two is your conversion rate. So your conversion rate refers to the percentage of people that see your offer that take action on it. So the number of leads that see your offer that actually purchase. Now, you've heard me speak about this before, but ultimately for every 100 eyeballs on your offer, your benchmark is one to five sales. So you'll make one to five sales for every click to a sales page or webinar registration or however you're measuring that depending on your sales mechanism. So, as a course creator, you should be obsessed, obsessed with increasing your conversion rate over time. It is the best way to uh, make more revenue, but also to make more revenue from fewer leads. I cannot tell you the difference that like a 1% or a 2%, which doesn't feel like a lot, but the increase in potential revenue that that can have for your business is significant. Now, I know from having worked with a lot of people uh, in relation to what we call the optimization of their online course But it can be one of the most difficult things to want to do. So let's say that we have a launch, right? And uh, you didn't get the revenue goal that you wanted from that launch. The easiest thing to blame and to look at is traffic. Did I get the number of leads, right? And if you didn't get the number of leads, then you can make a traffic strategy for the next time. What is more nebulous and oftentimes when we're really attached to the course that we've created, difficult to do emotionally, is to make optimizations to have more people convert from the leads that we already have. So examples of things that you could be doing are changing the messaging, changing, well, if it's a really bad conversion rate, changing the fundamental elements of the offer itself. And that is always a hard pill to have to swallow when we say this to somebody, but sometimes it is necessary. The thing with online courses is that, you know, the marketing, the sales side always works if you're willing to make adjustments based on the information being presented to you. Sometimes though, it can be really difficult to objectively do that. And also it can be difficult in the sense that it's not always immediately apparent what conversion rate optimizations you need to make. You actually need to do work in order to really dig in and find out what elements of the messaging needs to change, what elements of the offer needs to change. Are there technical things that I need to change? The biggest piece of advice that I would give here is that it is a process of continual improvement over time. So one of my mantras is to be 1% better every day. I wish I could make my conversion rate 1% better every day. I would be a gazillionaire, Uh, but you should just incrementally be looking at opportunities for improving your conversion rate over time. This is the game of being a course creator. There is so much BS out there about, you know, needing big six figure launches or an expectation that that's going to happen right out of the gate. And so it leads to a false uh, belief that if you don't achieve that the first time out of the gate, you're a failure and that nothing could be further from the truth. What is actually true is that you've done something for the very first time. You've gathered some data and based on that data, you use that as an opportunity to improve over time. I feel like the online course world is one of the only places in the world where there is a real uh, pressure to be an expert at something the first time you do it, I think releasing that expectation and committing to the process of continual improvement, especially if you've come from being a service provider, right? That's just what you did when you started your service business. You didn't expect to start your service business and to have, you know, a six-figure recurring revenue overnight. And I think it's really dangerous and unfair to put that expectation on online courses. So, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but lever number two is conversion rate. So the first lever you can pull is you can get more leads. And the second lever is conversion rate. Now the game with both of these is knowing which lever to pull. I've spoken about this before, but it can be really easy. Even if you're an established course creator, you can know this, like you know, in your mind, and you can still make the mistake of doing it, of assuming a traffic problem, and uh, when it was actually a conversion problem, and you know, trying to fill up your funnel with Facebook leads, but it's a, a leaky bucket because there was a conversion problem. Or on the flip side, assuming that there was a conversion problem and, uh, you know, making changes fundamentally to your offer when actually you didn't have the traffic you need. So the game becomes making sure that you're looking at your data and making the right decisions on which lever to pull. So lever number three is price. Now, I touched on price before because it is such a critical element of reaching whatever your ultimate revenue goal is. The truth is that the higher your price, the fewer leads you're going to need to reach your goal. Now, pricing is one of the most nuanced but important elements of offer design out there. And like I said earlier, one of those that often course creators get so wrong. And it comes from, like I said, imposter syndrome and you know, a belief that an offer is going to sell better if it's cheaper and all of the things. And one thing that I know to be true is that there is so much more value in terms of reaching your ultimate goal, in terms of uh, your profit margins and not needing the big volume of leads that you would otherwise need and in terms of even serving your students better with a uh, course or program that's more likely to be an amazing experience for them to rather than look at how you can be cheaper look at how you can be better and therefore differentiate so much that you're able to elevate the value of your course. Now, there is a lot of nuance there, but for the purposes of this podcast episode, just know that price is one of the most important levers that you can pull to supercharge the growth of your online course business. um, If you do it the right way, obviously by elevating the value of what it is that you offer. And Just one side note there, elevating the value doesn't mean stuffing in more content and more curriculum and more things. Actually, that can dilute the value. (laughs) Uh, So that that is one big mistake that I see. So we've covered lead generation, we've covered conversion rate, and we've covered price. So the final lever that you can pull, and this is one of the most powerful ones uh, to supercharge your revenue growth and more specifically your profit, is to increase the amount of revenue you make from the students and clients that you already have. So what I mean by that is that, and going back to lead generation The cost, and this is both of this, is in terms of time and energy to acquire a new student or customer is significant. And it's not going down uh, with where we are in the world at the moment, right? There is more people competing for attention, you know, ad costs are rising, all of the things. So it's getting more difficult, not easier. So why would you not spend just as much time, effort, energy, and attention on serving those people that do choose to work with you exceptionally well and giving them more opportunity to have deeper transformations with you. This, I believe, is the single biggest and most important thing for any business owner, but particularly anyone in the online space, to be cognizant of and to focus on uh, coming into uh, 2023 or if you're listening this to this in 2026 trust me this is a timeless marketing principle and it's not going to go away and to be completely frank it is the number one thing that we are focusing on inside of our business now it's good for business in the sense that it has a if you do it the right way significant effect on your business but And equally, if not more important, it is also good for the students slash clients, whatever you like to call them, that you serve. If you can serve them better, if you can serve them in a deeper way. And so in a really practical sense, what I'm talking about here is um, you know, an ascension model. I'm talking about upsells, cross-sells. I'm talking about the client student experience in general and making sure that people are having a great experience so that they're referring you to other people, which is new lead generation, but not in the way that we're typically taught to think about it. So that, if I was to say, of the four levers that you can pull to supercharge the growth of your online course business is far and away the most important. The nuance here is that you need to focus on that at the right time in your online course business. So it's not something that you're necessarily uh, all in on right at the very beginning. There is a process that you go through and there are different strategies that are right for different levels of business but I will say it is the number one most important overall, in my humble opinion. Okay, so if I was to summarize, let's go through the four levers that you can pull to supercharge the growth of your online course business. Now, the art of pulling the right lever is the one that will make the most transformational difference on the trajectory of your business. There is nothing worse than spending weeks or months running in the wrong direction, solving, you know, the wrong problem. And I actually think like, this is not an ad for our programs, but I do think that this is where the value of a mentor comes in because they can very, very quickly tell you what is the right next problem to solve and save you months and years, like I said, right? in the wrong direction. I cannot underestimate the importance of that. So that is that. But to summarize, uh, it is lead generation. So you can get more leads. You can improve your conversion rate. So the percentage of those leads that purchase from you, you can uh, price is the third one. So uh, elevating the value of your offer to command a higher price uh, by being different, not by, you know, thinking that you can be cheaper and that's the way to kind of come in, right? Just not the game to play these days. It is a race to the bottom. And number four is uh, making more by serving the people that you already have in a deeper way. So they are the four levers that you can pull. The one thing that I really implore for you to do is not to focus uh, so heavily just on number one. So, and also conversely, and not to focus, not to not focus on number one as well. It's so interesting, right? I do see two camps of people. I see the people that Really focus on, you know, the offer and making sure it's all perfect and then do nothing on the lead generation side. And also, I see people who are so focused on just the lead generation side without looking at the opportunity in other areas of their business uh, to, to supercharge their growth. So I'll leave you with those. I hope that it's food for thought. Like I said, these are timeless marketing principles and not going to go away. But in a world where we're constantly having all of these new tactics fired at us, I think it can be a good opportunity to stop be still, really focus on what is the right next problem for me to solve, or what is the next best lever to pull, and then go all in on that rather than blindly thinking, oh my gosh, what is it that I need to do? And going off and pulling the wrong lever, that is going to stunt your growth so much. All right, guys, like always, I would love, and I've been loving some of the conversations in the DM recently, um, for you to head over and say hello, say hi to me in DM. I really love knowing who listens to this podcast because I see the download numbers and it it's really difficult for me to think, oh my gosh, they're actually real people. So pop in and say hello. If you haven't left a rating or a review on the podcast, please do do that. And make sure that if you're on Apple Podcasts, you click the little plus button so that you get new podcasts sent to you, you'll actually get them quicker uh, than if you haven't pressed the plus button. So make sure you do that or the little follow button on Spotify. All right, guys, I hope this was great uh, food for thought and I will chat to you next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you've made it this far, hopefully it means you've liked it. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes and leave me a quick rating and a review while you're there. I would be so, so grateful. Want to say hi? Head over to Instagram at Stevie Says Social and send me a DM. Till next time.